unscripted premium It's our favorite time of the week. For all our fans of Unscripted with Mike and Chris, this is the one we look forward to the most. This is uh, this is our Freeform Friday edition of our little program. It is exclusively for our Green and Gold Club package members on our Patreon page. We thank those folks for their continued patronage to anything and everything involving Unscripted with Mike and Chris. Um, I don't have to go through the boring details anymore you know what happens the boss goes on to our twitter page at twitter.com slash unscripted mc he looks for comments on that twitter page what he likes we talk about he presents it we make a quick comment and we move on it's a great way i have found it and i think chris has found it a great way to end the week a lot of fun no pressure no stress whatever we have on our minds well you know there never is much we pretty much say whatever we want anyway but uh, on Freeform Friday, it's a little bit more. It isn't just totally driven by sports. It can be whatever. It can be from the sports world. But again, we've had interesting c- conversations involving people named Ann Coulter. So, I mean, if you can get Ann Coulter on a program, my God, you've come a long way. So having said all that, I hand the microphone over to the executive producer of Unscripted, Mr. Chris Flew. Thanks, Mike. Let's get right into it here. Uh, Deadspin at Deadspin, college softball coach says, the only reason I constantly walked in on players changing was to use the microwave. <laughs> okay, now, college softball would just be the girls, right? I don't I don't know. think there's men's softball. Oh, I never even thought of that, to be honest with you. I don't think there's men's softball, because uh, it, if it's collegiate, right? If it's collegiate, most collegiate programs that have a baseball, they're the guys, and then they have a softball for the women. Oh, I thought he was At, walking in on dudes. No, uh, I, I think here. he'd be walking in. Oh, you know, you're right. It's it's women's softball. He'd be looking at the hot softball players. I hadn't even clicked on the article. I just saw the headline. Well, let's see. Well, now that I've clicked on it, let's see. The women's softball players were getting dressed when the male assistant coach barged into the locker room. He needed to use the microwaves. He needed, he needed to use to, the microwave oven again. Again, yeah. Three times this hour, coach? Come on. Yeah. No, he's in there to take a... He's in there to get a little peep show of uh, the good-looking pitcher. <laughs> One player said that the coach has seen me naked more than my boyfriend has. <laughs> wow. I'm happy. Okay. I, I, I have to say it, and we're on free forum Friday. Yeah. I'm happy that she has a boyfriend. Yeah. Because most people, most females associated with softball, whether, and I, I'm sorry, but this is our society today. A lot of them pigeonhole them all as lesbians. I, it is. I, mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything that we aren't thinking. Um, I know a lot of female softball players, and they are lesbians. And that's fine. I Whatever floats your boat. But, um, yeah, I'm just glad you, we clarified that uh, it was a women's softball I, team. I thought he was walking on dudes. Yeah, no, I wasn't even thinking... No. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. no, I, I never heard of a man's. That would have been hardball. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and we're off All on right. the 313th episode of Freeform Friday. You're on a roll, sir. Please continue. All right. ESPN at ESPN. <laughs> 
Take a look at that video. Sugar Ray Leonard is still blazing fast at 62 years old. Any thoughts on Sugar Ray Leonard? Looks great, by the way. I'm going to say, he looks like he could fight tomorrow. He's 62. Look at that. Well, see, there's hope for me at 54. Yeah. Um, I still love Sugar Ray. I don't think he was ever the same after he got... uh, I think it was Marvelous Marvin Hagler that got him in the 80s, and he ultimately had eye problems pretty much to this day. Uh, But there was a time, especially after the 76 Olympics in Montreal, that Sugar Ray Leonard was very high i mean he was on everything he was on cereal boxes and magazine covers and and he was the u.s's darling for an awful long time after his gold wedding gold medal winning performance at the 76 summer games in in uh, montreal so he looks fabulous for 62 if i look that good at 62 i'll be happy mm-hmm. i won't be punching a bag <laughs> All right, Armando Salguero at Armando Salguero. Former Raiders GM Reggie McKenzie will be joining the Dolphins as a senior personnel executive. Yeah, you know, and I I had kind of hoped that Reggie McKenzie would take his talents back to Ashwaubenon. Um, You're your second favorite team instead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, uh, Miami's going to be Miami's going to be the benefactor of this, folks. I'm telling you, Reggie McKenzie did a hell of a job in getting the Oakland Raiders out of cap hell when he took over the position as the general manager of the Raiders because he was cleaning up the mess from Al Davis. Al Davis was famous for signing guys that were old and past their prime and paying them way too damn much. And Reggie McKenzie did a hell of a job in getting that salary cap situation right in Oakland. He will do fine in Miami, and the Dolphins made a very smart hire here. They did, but I don't think he can single-handedly, especially in that position, turn anything around too fast because the Miami Dolphins this year, I've been looking at the odds, they are the longest shot to win the Super Bowl this year. And this is the first time in years I've seen odds this long. If you want to bet on the Miami Dolphins to win the Super Bowl this year, you can get 300 to 1 on your money. So you want to throw ten bucks in there? Hundred bucks, hundred bucks gets you thirty grand. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's going to be uh, well, an, up, an uphill what? battle. And you know what? Ten bucks, you get three. Ten grand. bucks, you get three grand. I mean, what, what's ten bucks going to do? A hundred bucks, really? What's and and that's what I I always tell people. I won't tell you, but I tell people that don't aren't as aren't as smart and aren't as savvy in regard to gambling as you are. But you know, realistically, you sit there at a casino table, and you're going to throw a hundred bucks away. Doesn't matter. You're going to throw it away. And uh, that's what I did in 2012 and 2014 when I put 100 bucks down at 20 to 1 both times on the LA Kings, and I won both times. You're not going to make any money, folks, on the New England Patriots or the Los Angeles Rams or teams like the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City opens at 6 to 1, if I remember correctly, for next year already. Could be wrong, but I think it was six to one. Kansas City is the favorite for next year's Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty Four in Miami. But you're not going to make any money on those guys. You've got to have a middle middle team tier there, a team in the middle, to make any money. I was fortunate enough to uh, do it twice with the L.A. Kings years ago. Yeah, those future bets are wonderful. Uh, okay, Patrick at Patty Girks, Kawhi on Toronto. Good people, good food. Bring a jacket. You know what? I think the only way that Kawhi Leonard stays in Toronto is if the Raptors make it to the NBA Finals out of the East. I think he's as good as gone to Los Angeles, but not with the Lakers. I think he'll be with the Clippers next year. Did you know this? And I just found this out, that the Clippers have sent a representative, different guy, but they have all, even Steve Ballmer, the owner who's worth billions, folks, he has even been 
at certain Raptors road games to hopefully catch Kawhi Leonard and say hi to him or something. My question there is, isn't that tampering? Yeah, I would say so. In the spirit of the rule, it would be. In the be. spirit of the rule, that's tampering, I think. Yeah. And every every road game that the Toronto Raptors have had this year, there has been an employee of the Los Angeles Clippers in attendance. Hmm. That's how bad they want Kawhi Leonard. Well, and Kawhi yeah. has said, sorry, Kawhi has said that he doesn't want to play second banana to LeBron with the Lakers. And I think unless Toronto makes a deep run, this year, and I think deep meaning all the way to the NBA Finals, I don't think there's much. I don't, I think there's about a snowball's chance in Phoenix that he stays with the Raptors. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people think that. Okay, uh, Mike's favorite Twitter account, someone's an idiot at someone's an idiot. Yeah. Oh, boy. It is my favorite. Oh, boy. Hilariously bad typo in Julia Roberts' headline immediately goes viral. So let me... I And it's funny, like, I was so thrown off by this headline, I actually didn't know what the real headline was supposed to be and it's only one letter off but here's the typo julia roberts finds life and her holes get better with age (laughs) julia roberts and her holes getting better with age um you know i've never been a huge julia roberts fan i obviously she's talented and and uh has made her and the movie houses a lot of money over the years uh but i wouldn't be I wouldn't be too anxious to see any of her holes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I understand. She's just whatever. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> this probably... Okay, also from Someone's an Idiot, this probably wasn't supposed to be checked by itself, and it's a single dildo at the airport on the on their <laughs> conveyor belt, and everyone... Look at everyone's, like, awkwardly standing around. Some people are, like, backing away like they don't want to touch it. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> They're trying to avoid it like the plague. Yeah, and what's then, it going to do? Come up and bite you? Well, it's funny because I don't know if I have it here. There was a great tweet response to it. Um, Jeff Fisher, not the Jeff Fisher, but Jeff Fisher at Funnel Flurry said, Tom Brady in Buffalo again? <laughs> <laughs> That's smarter than anything the real Jeff Fisher would say. Absolutely. It is, um, yeah. I, I, <laughs> to see a dildo going down the, uh, the uh, baggage uh, cart uh, at an airport, yeah, I... I it's not going to get up and bite you, though, folks. I don't know what the problem in that yeah, regard was. Well, but it, would, it would shock you. It would shock you for sure to see that on the baggage carrier. Yeah, better but, uh, better safe than sorry, I think. Yeah I, guess you're, yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't get to see the special on ESPN, but For the Win at For the Win and lots of places tweeted this incredible story of Rob Mendez, a high school football coach with no limbs. Yeah. Did you see that? Like, yeah, no arms, no legs. No arms, like, no legs. Nothing. Unbelievable. Um, and you know what? I give a lot of credit to the school that hired him as the head football coach because there are so many people that are, I, I don't know, af- afraid maybe is the word, uh, to take a chance on a qualified a- applicant just because of a disability. There's nothing wrong, obviously, with this guy's mind. He's a brilliant football coach. But because he doesn't have arms and legs, they don't think he's qualified. Uh, I'm very proud of that school that uh, took this on and they are going to be the beneficiaries of this because this guy can coach football. I don't give a damn. Yeah. Okay. Here's one uh, Michael appreciate. I hope to have uh, maybe some stories about firsthand experience about this. Kristen Drummond at Kristen Drummond snow in Las Vegas. This is from two days ago. Yeah. I, um, um, in 1990, Judy was living down in Vegas with me at the time. And this was during the uh, Ron Barr radio days. 
but I was still living in Vegas because it was cheaper to live in Vegas and fly to San Francisco. But anyway, we had a snowstorm on a February morning, I want to say 1996, or it would have to be 96, and uh, it shut the city down. Oh, yeah. You would not believe, well, they don't have a snowplow, and they were canceling schools, and they were just, it was a mess. How because, much snow? Dude, it hit the ground and dissipated. Yeah. <laughs> and they were freaked out. They didn't know what to do. And, and, and the funny thing was, Judy and I were sitting there just laughing our asses off. And people were calling us because we had experience of driving in the snow. And they're like, well, can you come pick us up? And I'm looking out the window going, are you fucking kid kidding me? There's nothing wrong with this. Well, there's snow. On the- no, there's not. It's hitting, you know. It's raining. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Vegas, very warm. And, and the streets, people don't realize this. When Even if it's above zero, those streets are still warm. Mm-hmm. And when that snow was hitting the ground, it was just, and just dissipating. It was just water. It was just rain, just like you said. Um, it didn't accumulate, but it shut the schools down. It was unbelievable. It was chaos. And Judy and I were just sitting there laughing with a free day off. That's pretty funny. All right. Fox Sports NFL at NFL on Fox asks the question, who has the best uniforms in the NFL? And, uh, by the way, I'll just say Luke Easterling at Luke Easterling, uh, replied. The only correct answer is the Raiders, but no, 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 I like, the uniform that I like the best is when the LA Rams go to those blue uniforms with the like yellow. The Super Bowl. The Super Bowl uniform. Mm. I don't like their white ones. Yeah. I don't like their white. It's too yeah. bland. Yeah. But their old ones, when they were in LA the first time, when they wore the yellow and the blue, I think those are awesome uniforms. I really do. And I love that they wore those for the Super Bowl. Um, I kind of have i still have a bit of a this this pains me i to know say. who you're gonna say this pains me to say but i love the vikings purple mm-hmm. i really like that vikings purple it reminds me of the laker purple i hate the team but i like the vikings purple but gun to my head the the best jerseys in the league are those la rams blue and and uh, gold i mm-hmm. really like those i really like the uh we could actually do a thing on like best jerseys in sports sometime. Mm-hmm. But I, I like the Bengals. I like the orange. I especially like the helmets. I think that's a unique helmet. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I like sometimes some of the Panthers jerseys with the, that really nice teal mm-hmm. can look really nice. And uh, yeah, for sure. Dolphins, you know, the Dolphins have a nice, when they break out that, when they go to their old stuff, when Don Shula was the coach in the 70s, when they had that aqua and the, and the orange embroidering around the numbers, I kind of like that too. But uh, no, I, I think uh, if I had one choice, I, I would like that LA Rams, the, mm. the gold and the blue. I like the uh, San Diego fleet in the AAF, the gray and yellow. I like, I uh, yeah, and I also, when you're talking about San Diego, the Chargers, I like that baby blue jersey they a come out with. A lot of people with. like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that like too. That. Yeah. That's a good one, yeah. Okay, uh, Hement Meta at Hement Meta. Australian cult leader who saw vision on toilet says he's Da Vinci reincarnated. <laughs> oh, lot to work with there. Lot to work with there. Um, yeah, um, I'd like to see what this guy considers artwork, um, but um, I- I'm just going to leave that one alone, I think. I think I'm just going to leave that one alone. <laughs> Uh, all right. Nate Hamilton at Dominate FF says breaking Antonio Brown will sign with one of these teams Cardinals, Falcons, Ravens, Bills, Panthers, Bears, Bengals, Browns, Cowboys, Broncos, Lions, Packers, Texans, Colts, Jags, Chiefs, Dolphins, Vikings, Pats, Saints, Giants, Jets, Raiders, Eagles, Rams, Chargers, 49ers, Seahawks, Bucks, Titans, Redskins. 
Well, he's going to sign somewhere, but he's going to get traded first. And I think he's wherever he gets ends up getting traded to, he's going to have to prove to that organization, uh, at least with a one-year, you know, kind of a prove it to me that uh, you're out of Pittsburgh, let's play football and leave the extracurricular stuff to the offseason. I think that Chris has come up with the perfect spot for him in regard to teams' availability, in regard to um, – the components that they have already in place in Indianapolis, an unbelievable running partner with T.Y. Hilton, um, obviously Andrew Luck, uh, you know, controlling the thing. And Luck is still, I don't know, is Luck over 30 already or close to it? I don't, he's not as old well, as Aaron Rodgers. He was in 2012, so, so, shit, so no, he'd, he'd be late 20s. Late 20s, probably. so he's going to be around for a long, long time. I think the best scenario for him might be Indianapolis. I agree with Chris wholeheartedly there. Um I know he he's heart set seemingly on the San Francisco 49ers, but I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. I think somebody, it's going to be an NFC team. I believe. I don't think Steelers are going to to deal him to an AFC team, especially one of their uh, never to a division rival, but a team that they could see down the road, i.e. in the playoffs. I think he ends up in the NFC, and I think he ends up. I'm just going to say a team west of the Mississippi River. How's that? Okay, that's fair. All right, uh, the onion at the onion. Passenger glued to airplane window like at fucking 1956. Are, are you more of a window or an aisle guy? Um, with my right knee, I always have to sit on the uh, aisle side seat and on C. the seat C. I always have to because my knee locks up, and uh, it's just so hard to get in and out of those seats. So I always have to sit in seat C. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, I was going to mention a Field Yates uh, tweet about... Uh, you know he'd love to see Antonio Brown on the Packers. Yeah, but we you did, know we and, did and, talk about that. But and I'll and I'll I'll just really quickly. Everybody seemingly and I understand why the Packers are devoid of playmakers on the offensive side. I get that. You know, for years I recently looked going back to 2014, the year that we should have been in the Super Bowl when we had that self destruction in the NFC Championship game. Thank you, Coach McCarthy. Um, but there was an, a Sports Illustrated cover photo that had Aaron Rodgers on it with his receivers. And his receivers at that time were Randall Cobb, Jordy Nelson, James Jones, Jermichael Finley. I mean, my God, we were loaded. And we don't have any of that now. I understand, people, and I mentioned this in episode 311 before we had our D-Day fun. The Packers would love to have, I think, in a perfect world, they'd love to have about a 28-year-old Antonio Brown, not a 31-year-old Antonio Brown. But I just think that the Packers, yes, they've got 40 or maybe creeping into the $50 million range of cap availability. But guys, realistically here, the Packers are in the middle of a mini-rebuild, and we need to really refortify a lot of positions through free agency. And I don't think... When you draft three receivers last year, I don't think wide receiver is the biggest thing. I think Packers need to look at tight end first and foremost, especially in Matt LaFleur's version of the West Coast offense. I think they need to draft or bring in. Now, they say they're committed to Jimmy Graham for one year, which as I think is a huge mistake. But we have so many holes to fill here, folks, that right now Antonio Brown is a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He is a... Well, he'd be a great addition, but he is... What is it when you have something of too much? Too much of something 
Um, oh, he's expendable? No, he's not expendable, but he is a... Oh, it, it's right on the top of my... It's right on the top of my tongue. It's... Uh, he is a... I can't think of the word right now. I'm at a loss, and I don't find myself at a loss very often, especially with Are you trying words. to say like he's like a cherry on top or something? Well, like that? no, I'm trying to say that he is a... It's a, it's a it's, we'd love to have him realistically. We'd love to have oh, he's him. He's a luxury? But he's a luxury we can't afford right now. Okay. We've got... Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. He is a luxury that we can't afford. We've got too many other holes to fill. And at this point, I think you're rolling the dice in regard to Antonio Brown if he doesn't like the climate, if he doesn't mesh with with Rodgers, if you know there's nothing in Green Bay, folks. If he thought Pittsburgh was a dead town, Green Bay is a bunch of is a hundred thousand hundred thousand people of white folks, guys. It really, I mean, I, I it's my home state, it's where I'm from. But if he thinks there were some things that were a little you know, a little small town mentality in Pittsburgh. My God, you're going to think you're in the you're the village idiot then in in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can't agree more with that. Uh, for the win, and for the win, a last place fantasy football finisher had to go to a dog park while completely covered in peanut butter. <laughs> what is it with dogs and peanut butter? I don't know. I've seen a couple movies recently that people had, and you hear sick stories about people that smeared peanut butter on certain body parts and had the dog lick it off that just disgusting <laughs> that's just fucking disgusting i feel sorry for the dog absolutely but uh what is it with dogs and peanut butter i, I mean know. i do know as an old hollywood trick i learned this years ago living in los angeles that the way that they would get the dog on screen to look like he was, his mouth was moving was to put his mouth full of peanut butter <laughs> i don't know Little tricks in the trade that you can learn here on Unscripted with Mike and Chris. Absolutely. All right. The Onion. More from The Onion. Pope spends afternoon filling in glory holes all over St. Peter's Basilica. I don't know if Mike's got any familiarity with glory holes, but uh, I've never used one myself. No, I I, (laughs) can't say that I have. Um, Yeah, the Pope seems to be a good guy. Um, I'm just going to stay away from that. That's fair. So sometimes The Onion posts uh, tweets where... A lot of people might look at it and think it's a fake one, but if it says, um, if it says like a hashtag, what do you think after what they're actually doing, they're actually taking a real headline and then they'll have some fake guy have some stupid response to it. But no, so this is a real headline, but it is tweeted by the onion here. Uh, Coca-Cola releases new orange vanilla flavor. Yeah. And so I haven't tried it. Have you? No, I haven't, but I do know that it exists. Uh, I, I try it. I like orange and vanilla. I, I would try it too. No, they've uh, Coca-Cola has come out, and this is the brilliance, and we've talked about this, of places like Coca-Cola and McDonald's always willing to try different things. And if it doesn't work, well, then you abandon it, but at least you've given it a try. Coca-Cola has come out with a lot of different flavors, blood orange. Um, I will, I've tried all the different Diet Coke ones. Yeah, yeah the Kai yeah, Diet those, Coke yeah, ones, those, and yeah. now they're trying to yeah, do it. Good. Uh, yeah, I like it. What's, some are good, yeah. Some are good, some don't, but at least they're trying. And that's what I think always keeps companies like McDonald's sure. and Coke on yeah, top they're because just... they're willing to try. And if it doesn't work, well, we tried. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of just staying As the many same. options as you can give to consumers, I think, is better. That's right. All right. Uh, before we get uh, finish off with a couple more onion ones, I'll just say ESPN at ESPN uh, pointed out that uh, Zion... Williamson has put on a hundred pounds in two years. He was two years ago. He was six three one seventy five, and I know that's what uh, Mike's been warning us about: is 
uh, maybe him putting on another 100 pounds in two years. Well, well, look at him. I mean, he is an unbelievably gifted young man. There's no question about it. And what he can do at 19 years old is astounding. And what he's done to the game of college basketball and what he's going to do potentially next year, because the Knicks believe that they're going to get the first pick and their first pick is going to be Zion Williamson. And they're going to put him with, with uh, Kevin Durant and the, everything's going to be saved and the Knicks are going to be champions. Well, I'm telling you, folks, and I think this was posed back in one of our previous episodes about the, about the difference between Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett, the two young superstars for the Duke Blue Devils, who both will be in NBA training camps this October. But I'm telling you, don't discredit R.J. Barrett because that young man doesn't dunk as ferociously as Zion Williamson. And I don't have anything against Zion. I think he's fun to watch. I think he's going to be great for the game. My problem ultimately is, look at him. He looks to me like a 19-year-old Charles Barkley. And we've seen what happened to Barkley later in his career. And today, Barkley looks like the Michelin man. And I'm telling you, folks, it's my opinion. Take it for what it's worth. But I truly believe that if Zion Williamson isn't really studious about his weight and he doesn't stay in shape now i can imagine picture this he gets that first big rookie contract has the great great first rookie year but then in the off season of next year he decides well you know i've got this money and the girls want me and all this other stuff and i want to enjoy life a little bit and he doesn't work out even if it's for 30 you know three months 90 days how long is it going to take him to get back in shape, especially at the NBA level. And as you get older, one of the hardest things to do, even Mr. Fluke is finding this now, as you get older, bringing on weight is easy. Getting rid of that weight is hard. And that gets harder and harder and harder as you get older. Your metabolism slows down. And that's a concern, I would think, for teams that would look at drafting Zion Williamson. In the short term, he's going to be awesome. He's going to put fannies in the stands and he's going to have television viewership up. But if he doesn't stay in shape, folks, he's going to get fat. And when you get fat, you can't do the things that he's been doing on the uh, Duke University floor Mm -hmm. this year for the Blue Devils. Yeah, more from The Onion. Uh, Speaking of the Knicks, Knicks confident they have the cap space to ruin two or three promising careers. (laughs) No question. I, I, you know what? I, there was some rumor over the weekend that James Dolan was looking to sell the New York Knicks. He's gotten tired of the day-to-day hassles of running an NBA franchise. And then, of course, on Tuesday, they, oh, they, they discredit all those rumors. There's nothing farther from the truth. So that tells me that there is some truth to it. Because when the New York media starts, you know, uh, second, uh, you know, second guessing and, and making statements like, well, there's or the or- organization itself starts making claims that, oh, there's nothing to it. Well, that tells me there's something to it. The best thing that could happen to the New York Knicks is get rid of James Dolan and get a real ownership group in there that knows something about basketball and hire the right people. I'm still astounded to this day that LeBron James wasn't a total all-out blitz to try to get him to come to New York and revitalize the New York Absolutely, Knicks. Absolutely, yes. I can't understand why they didn't put out a full, yes. a full court pressure to bring 23 to, to Gotham. I just can't believe that. And I think if you have real NBA ownership in there and front office personnel that know what the fuck they're doing, folks, it's wrong when the New York Knicks haven't won an NBA championship since 1973. I think the Lakers are are 
are stinking it up right now because they haven't been in the playoffs for five years. Think about the New York Knicks haven't won an NBA championship since 73, haven't been in the finals since 1999. That's wrong, folks. And um, I, I, Jesus, unless they do something spectacular in this offseason with all the free agents available, I could truly see, I truly could see this. I could truly see Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in New York. Sure. July 1st. Why not? Why not? Why not? Sure. They've got to do something like that. The NBA needs the New York Knicks to be better. Okay. Well, let's. I like to end off with an onion one, so let's do one last onion one here. And this references something we were talking about on another episode a couple of weeks ago, so I did some research. But anyway, the onion headline is, Dole reveals one cantaloupe out there contains $10 million check. And... That's that's really funny. But anyway, uh, so I looked it up because we were talking about cantaloupes versus muskmelons. Musk yeah, yeah. So it turns out that uh, all cantaloupes are muskmelons. Not all muskmelons are necessarily cantaloupes. Technically, the term muskmelon can refer to any sweet melon, even oh. honeydew in some of those. But on the other hand, the, the true cantaloupe is the European cantaloupe, which we don't see here. So technically... Everything we've been eating over in North America our whole lives has probably been basically a muskmelon, even though that refers to an overarching term and not the true cantaloupe. So it's like, it's kind of confusing to be honest, but basically to a grocery store, uh, they're interchangeable, even though they're not really in in truth. Well, I'm just telling and reporting that when I was a kid growing up in central Wisconsin that uh, we didn't know it as water, or excuse me, as cantaloupe, we knew it as muskmelon. And so um, we had muskmelon, we had watermelon, uh, but I never knew it as cantaloupe pretty much until I left home and went out to California when I was 19. And um, yeah, so just reporting the news. We've got to run, folks. Uh, thank you, Chris, for a really good week. Um, everything you've done for me this week has been great. I had a lot of fun with this, especially highlighted by uh, D-Day, <laughs> douchebag, <laughs> douchebag Day. Uh, really look forward, looked forward to it. Look forward to when we do it again. And again, the only caveat next time will be they have to be dead. Yeah. So maybe if we get lucky, some of our douchebags on our February list will be dead by the next time we... Oh, that's terrible to say, but... They're douchebags. That's why we call them douchebags. Exactly. Had a great week. Uh, been a lot of fun. Uh, great episodes. Thank you very much for everything you've done. Uh, thank you to the people that have contributed. Uh, Greg, your list was really good. Ryan, your list was really good. Loved Martinez, too. Had a good week. Thank you all to everybody. Having said all that, for the executive producer of Unscripted, Mr. Chris Fluke, I'm Mike Jansen. Until next time.